0: This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We start all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press stalwarts, indie individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex, and we do our best to have something for everybody. Basically, whatever comics you want, we've either got them Or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web, destinationvenus.com.uk. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash destinationvenuscomic. Or on Twitter, at dvcomicshop. Destination Venus. Love comics. Hello, welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. We are just going to get straight back into the action, I think. You've had the ad already, so that's out of the way. We left this discussion on Star Wars in between myself, Reggie Rigby, comics retailer, wannabe writer and sometime critic, Steve Dempster, King of Geeks, geek pub quiz master and moderately sane scientist, Ian McDougall, Grumpy Scott, talented artist and huge Star Wars fan, and Jack Sinclair, podcaster and, well, pro- still professional young person. I like eight. eight. When the prequels came out, eight. How is anybody that young? Anyway, um, we left the discussion just after I'd finished recounting the pretty well-known story now of how Peter Mayhew, in his Chewbacca costume, was shadowed by guards in bright orange fluorescent vests when they were filming in the Redwood Forest in California, eh, just in case anybody thought he was Bigfoot and shot him. And we're going to carry on literally, literally straight after that. Um, We're starting about four seconds after the last podcast finished with a little question from Steve.
1: I have a question which is just kind of a, a round table so everyone can say their favorite so what's your favorite moment in Star Wars so you know from the movies or, or whatever what's your favorite piece of Star Wars memorabilia that you own or that you want to own and because we've all been to quite a few conventions who's your favorite Star Wars person that you've met obviously I don't know who you're going to say for that one because uh, you queued for however long to, to meet him.
0: Mm.
1: So, Reg, do you want to start us off? Who's What's your favourite moment in Star okay. Wars? So movies or books? My, my favourite or...
0: moment or... in Star Wars is different every time you ask me, I suspect. Star Wars has been such a big part of my life, and I've seen all three of the original movies. So many times There's the I love you I know Moment There's The trench run In the original Star Wars uh, Which was the prototype For so many things There's The first time I saw the Millennium Falcon Flying There's the That first dogfight Millennium Falcon gets to When they're escaping From the Death Star
2: There's Tell you what Why don't you just see All three movies And then <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's Well actually I'm struggling to think Of anything in Jedi Speeder bikes Speeder bikes Yeah Give me speeder bikes yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> I was obviously like, I was 11 when Jedi came out,
2: um, and I was clearly just
0: a late developer because
2: uh, Slave Layer. I was slave five did, years younger and, and, was, and was definitely. Slave, slave Layer <laughs> didn't,
0: really, didn't really hit me as a thing until I was a few years older than that. Favorite bit of memorabilia is easy. That's my 1977 original R2 D2. R2 D2 was the thing that I identified with in Star Wars first. I bloody love that robot. And so I, I've got the original one. It's battered to crap because I played with it constantly. It's got a little splash of red paint inside it. Because I marked all my toys with a little splash of orange, red or orange paint so that my sister wouldn't say they were hers. All oh, mine have got nail varnish on their feet. Mm. Yeah, my, my C-3PO's got a little dash of paint on his yeah. foot. So yeah, that and you turn his head around and he clicks for no apparent reason. R2-D2 hmm. doesn't click.
2: That's him making his, his little noise. It's...
0: Oh. And I spent so long as a kid trying to learn to imitate R2-D2 and I still can't. So yeah, that's my... What was the other question? Uh, who Who have you met? From oh, Star who have Wars, I met from Star the... Wars? R2-D2. No, <laughs> well, no, there are two. There are two. I, I've met R2-D2 several times. As in Kenny Baker? Or no, or... never met Kenny Baker. I never will meet Kenny Baker now, which is a no, of huge yeah. sadness. Uh, but no, I've met many, many R2 units right. over the years and I love the R2-D2 Builders Club. I love those amazing astromechs that you see at conventions that you know they're radio controlled and they're, they're, they're proper fucking robots just
1: in, did you see the picture that ron howard tweeted i think this was oh, the gold one. With, yeah, yeah. which was at sci-fi scarborough this year was so
0: it was yeah. yeah 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 but i just think they're great and i love that there are people who are so i mean cosplayers are dedicated people that have my immense respect for the skill they have at making costumes but those guys who build those robots—that oh, yeah, is so nice. incredible. That is a that is serious engineering, and I I love. I don't know how they do it. They're sort
1: of radio controlled using PlayStation controllers, and so they can program in. So if you press the right buttons in the right combination, the R two unit will mm-hmm. yeah. play music and dance. And oh, yeah, they're, they're pro- Yeah, yeah some of them are programmables. So, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah. I, I, they're incredible. They're They've just, got PCs inside them, have not they? Which the Essentially, models, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, as as yeah, as computers as computers have got more powerful, smaller, and more portable the R2 units have got better and better and better. Uh, and so, yeah, I love to meet R2-DT. I, I did meet Darth Vader in Woolworths in what was then the Arndale Centre in Doncaster <laughs> uh, in 1983, and that was pretty amazing.
2: I also met Darth Vader in 1983 at... Um, it's now, I think it would be now Toymaster in Stirling. I, don't, I can't remember what it was called back then. He got I, about a bit, didn't he? He, he did, <laughs> but I, I, I remember... Sorry to interrupt. Not at all. But I remember vividly waiting with my granddad. And my, my younger brother and my granddad bought my younger brother Chewbacca, and he bought me I think Darth Vader. I can't remember. For some reason, I didn't have a Darth Vader figure by this time. Or we, I did lose a lot. We we lost a lot. When another uh, huh. story I'm going to go into. Anyway, um, and we were we were queuing up and waiting, and there was a door, the staff room door at the end. And they'd set up some dry ice or something. So the, the staff room door opens, dry ice comes out. This great big bugger comes out dressed as Darth Vader. It wasn't Dave Prowse because he didn't... Um, he just was... never appeared in costume. don't no, know. And, uh, me and me and my brother both hid behind my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes along shaking hands and I'm just like, No! <laughs> Never off your hand to Darth Vader you know <laughs> yeah, have to lop it off yeah. aren't he?
0: so, so was, he your, was he your no 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 that just no, no, rem- no, that no, me, I knew that he was. wasn't
2: it? no that just reminded me completely that so,
0: was so, so, so Ian which Star Wars actor or character have you met that, that you because you've never talked about it
2: oh <laughs> you've ruined it now you've made it all really embarrassing and uncomfortable anyway that's not the first question the first question was uh... Uh, what's your favourite moment in a Star Wars movie or uh, favourite moment star- Hoth in general Hoth just Hoth is Star Wars. You see, Hoth is me cold. Hoth, Hoth is spot on. The 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 vehicles, the costumes, the light, and the everything, just the way it looks. The peril, even. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Mm. Han and Leia arguing in the corridor. Luke in the back to the tank the the Wampa. The Tauntauns with the bizarre stomachs, <laughs> and you know the snowspeeders the 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 hostile no triples everything fantastic the attacks the attacks yeah oh the, the attacks but yeah. um, probably my favorite bit is again it's empire it's Luke versus Vader in the carbon freezing chamber blue orange red black loads of smoke loads of of dry ice it looks amazing it's so atmospheric and there's so many films now that film everything in blue and orange filters or, you know Michael Bay mm. just turns everything mm-hmm. in blue and orange and it looks shit. And then this was all lit properly by men who knew what they were doing and filmed by a guy with talent and on an actual, you know, 20 foot tall gantry where if you fell off, you were dead kind of thing. It's so amazing. It looks, and every time I see it, I'm just like, that's the best. As you can, you can it's the it best at any time set. and every. It is the best set by by far. It yeah. is yeah. an amazing set. I and mean, it, it, yeah, you don't every, get every that shot. Every shot is a perfect I mean, shot. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, so well done. So yeah. And, and then, yes, you all know, look, Mark Hamill. I met Mark Hamill. For about 40 seconds, I gave him a great big cuddle and he talked to my son and not really to me. (laughs) But I didn't care because I was cuddling Luke Skywalker. And your favourite piece of Star Wars merchandise that you own? Favourite piece of Star Wars merchandise that I own? Oh, God. um, Or that you want to own? That I want to own. I'd I'd really love, I would really love uh, an X-Wing pilot outfit because I'm a massive geek. I would really love a a Stormtrooper outfit. Um, but probably one of just one of the old toys. Um, Hoth stormtroopers. I've I've got loads of them and I love them. I I don't know why. And you can never have enough because. You no, no, because I I need this yeah. many. But for some reason, that that one figure just. And and Luke in his best Bespin gear with the with his yellow saber and his pistol because he had two weapons. And you know most cards only came with one, so that was like value. <laughs> <laughs> and those two just, you know. So basically, everything from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Empire Strikes Back yeah. is is the best thing that ever happened. In the history of humanity. <laughs> Definitely. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's probably better even than, than the discovery of fire. It is. It's it fair. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't see anybody... I, I can't see any sane, rational person arguing with that. It's
2: true. It's true. <laughs> look, look at the damage fire causes, you know. Emperor's <laughs> back's never damaged anything. <laughs> no?
3: no? No. No? Jack? Uh, what's the first question again?
2: Uh, Favourite moment in Star Wars.
3: Favourite moment? I For me, actually, because it's in every single Star Wars film, it's probably that silent moment between a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and the Star Wars credit coming up because no matter what mood you're in once that silence hits just everything comes back all the nostalgia everything the anticipation there is, is something there is
0: something amazing about being in the cinema when that that was amazing you can seeing, hear the hairs and the back so everybody's yeah. neck go up yeah. seeing
3: um,
1: episode 7 at the midnight screening Ian and I were both there at the same screening he was set like three or four rows in front of me and you felt the tension. So better seats in, then in the room. When it, happened. <laughs> it was. It's. I said a long time ago in Galaxy Far Away, and everybody went. <gasps> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then it happened, and
1: yeah. Yeah. The people cheered, and yeah. No, I mean I remember my great.
0: my 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 only really positive memory of seeing Phantom Menace at the midnight screening was was that moment. Yeah. Was because we hadn't seen Phantom Menace yet, so we didn't know how bad it was. Yeah. And then and you it get to all the all, taxation of trade routes. And, it all uh, still existed. All still existed in Potentia. The internet wasn't much of a thing back then, so we hadn't had like a million spoilers, and we hadn't downloaded a thousand trailers from YouTube. Yeah. We didn't know what was coming, and we'd all been waiting since 1983 and yeah i mean it was all downhill from that really but no that's that's actually a really good that that's a, really a good, good shout answer. that's a yes. really good shout
2: when i saw the special edition sorry to interrupt you yeah no i mean
3: that's it that's all i could think of so go for when it. i saw special
2: edition star wars uh, in 97 i'd been waiting for it for so long i had been collecting all the tazzles you know just like because it was like star wars is coming back and they're they're going to fix yeah. those slightly ropey bits you know because at the time i thought maybe they're going to do a good job of it you know and, and make it better you know and and it was the whole i've not seen Star Wars in the cinema since I was a kid and star Wars is really important to me and i' i've you know i've still got i've gone and bought all the figures again and I've bought the videos and i've got t shirts and i'm I'm still obviously obsessed with it you know yeah. and I started to cry when the star wars when the the fanfare came up in the thing and and i'm not afraid to admit it i generally generally started to cry. i saw it three times in one day <laughs> I, on the first time i i teared up yeah at that exact moment mm. it's just like mm.
0: star Wars yeah. you know
2: so yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah. No. Good. Sh- good. Shout. So that's 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 your favourite moment. Collectible toy.
3: Uh, again, like I said, I, j- I just I would love a Force FX lightsaber, like with a detachable blade bit, so I can actually. Well, I them. mean, you're only human. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I've got one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, and the. I have no interaction with anyone except Mark Hamill on Twitter where he said something was ironic and I corrected him saying it wasn't and he direct messaged me to apologize and thank him. That's awesome. That's thank brilliant. me for correcting Brilliant. Which automatically made me feel
0: awful for correcting presume, him in the first place. I presume you've p- you you've printed that out um, It's uh, I will never delete it. I, I, and, and framed it on your wall presumably. I don't if so he talked
3: feel like a to dick. Jack longer than he
2: talked to you after <laughs> yeah. you paid to see him. I paid him money and I was a dick to him on that, <laughs> essentially. But that's that's alright, you know. He liked uh, a portrait I did of him so, on Instagram. So yeah, that, you, cool. he, that doesn't get much better He liked than the it. fact i mentioned that he's in the
1: World War Z audiobook, which is also available from Audible. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you've not heard the World War Z audiobook, it's amazing. Mm. And Mark Hamill is the best person in that one.
0: You know that, sorry, fun nerd fact, it's nothing to do with Star Wars, actually, but you brought it up. Fun nerd fact, number whatever we're on. In the movie World War Z, Peter Capaldi's in it, and he's credited as Who Doctor. Yeah, yeah. I only, I mentioned. I only mentioned, you, you, I only mentioned know, that to annoy Ian.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reason when people were predicting who it was going to be, and someone said Pete Capaldo. I went, no, 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 That's just an in joke from the fact that he was credited as who doctor. Yeah. yeah. And then he was. And then he was. Yeah. I was completely wrong. Yeah, like an idiot. Yeah. Did you answer those questions? No, no you, no. you, you, you haven't, haven't answered this. Sorry,
1: so I was um, Favorite moment in Star Wars. I love Empire, but I didn't like it when I was a kid. It was too dark. It was a little bit too scary.
0: Actually, all those scenes on Hoth are quite bright.
1: Um, I didn't like the <laughs> I'm fact... Fired, Your dad jokes are <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that it divided the group. I didn't like the fact that Luke wasn't with his friends. So as, as a kid, it really bothered me that that happened and it just did.
0: It, yeah, it... As a kid who spent very little time with his friends, I found that quite... Genuinely. And, sorry, that, that wasn't meant to sound like Saki. No, it was no, like a soft no. Story. no but I didn't spend a lot of time with my friends as a kid. And it kind of made me feel better about the fact that my friends were off with each other, doing whatever it was they did when I wasn't there, and I was at home on my Steering own. Stealing his girlfriend. it's essential. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I think I, I don't think it's going to shock anybody that I had no girlfriend to steal, so that wasn't really an issue. So you know coming out from the from the other side, that, that was actually for a Billy no mates kid like me. That was actually quite a nice thing. But I love I love Empire now, and I think Empire probably is my favorite. But
1: because it was Star Wars that I grew up with, I think my favorite part in in the original Star Wars is probably the escape from the Death Star. The music when they're fighting the Tie Fighters is just one of my favourite moments and I, I probably do listen to it once a week I just love that moment and and yeah. hand turning to Luke and saying oh, great kid don't, don't get, get cocky uh, I, th- I think this has
2: come from you but my, my son now sings whenever it comes on in the car he sings um, it's the TIE Fighters da, 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 yeah. da, it's the <laughs> TIE Fighters that's
1: clearly what that music yeah. is written for you are such a bad influence um, John Williams clearly just was thinking lyrics when he was writing that yep. his music and actually, um, we're going to come back to him. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's my favourite moment from... What's the next one? Memorabilia. Memorabilia. Yeah. Um, oh, I still have a Dar- original Darth Maul figure in the box. I queued in Forbidden Planet in Newcastle for far too long that I actually missed lectures to go to. <laughs> to go, I'm buying this. As soon as I open the box and he goes on the show, I'm buying this. I actually bought two. One to open and put on display. The other one to keep. And it's, I've still kept it. It's still pristine. So, that's probably...
0: Sadly... My best bit of Star Wars <laughs> No, if do you know what if you're gonna have a bit of memorabilia from the prequels, I think Darth Maul is the one to have yeah. it. Yeah. It's still it's you know, with the com
1: chip that sounds
2: oh.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> which is what they sound like.
2: I've got a box of all of them somewhere and I cannot find it, and it's driving me mad. I had the
1: unit as well, which yeah, yeah. Was like which, the, which was based the, on the, the baby shape, shape. Yeah. yeah. Um, that needed like seventeen batteries to play the com chips. The the Jedi Com link that they have in the Phantom Menace, Reggie looking very
0: puzzled here.
2: Yeah. Um, well
0: no, I'm 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 worried that we're talking about a thing that looks like a lady shave and runs on batteries. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Well yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, this is
2: not a toy for children. Yeah, the, the Jedi Comlink in Phantom Menace was basically a the handle. A handle, a handle of a lady shave with some greebles on it. And then Was it really? Yes, yes it was. Yeah. Oh that's And if you get the the toys. That's little, brilliant. That's a, that is proper original Star Wars levels of yeah. just making yeah. making the, stuff and out the, of The original film. Phantom Menace toys came with a little chip which had sound effects on it, but you needed to have the reader to Right. And the reader is a joint version of, of the Jedi. That, that thing, So it basically looks like a massive lady shape. I, Somehow I missed that. Mm. You
0: really didn't. No. It's dreadful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I was in my late 20s and, and, and trying to be grown up, I suspect. I was in my 20s and desperately trying not to be. So. <laughs> in fact, I was just about to start training as a teacher at the time, so uh, I was probably trying to be really grown up. And my favourite. Getting
1: stick. Uh, <laughs> favourite person from Star Wars that at, uh, was Sci Fi Scarborough second year when dave prowse was there and i got him to sign my 12 inch darth vader figure still in the box um so that's probably some sort of my favorite style
0: dave, meeting moments. david prowse is I, th- I think we've all got david prowse stories yeah around th- yeah I, of course i don't no no okay you need to go to more conventions yeah go to I more know, conventions yeah. jack that
3: involves like going outside and people <laughs> to the yeah. world <laughs> I don't I mean, go back inside but no tomorrow. i
0: mean i i met dave prowse <laughs> at sci-fi scarborough same, yeah, yeah, and it was the end of the day. I had no money, no cash at all. As is always the case at conventions at the end of the day, every cash point within striking distance was empty, and I couldn't, therefore, buy one of his signed photos, which I so badly wanted. But uh, i never see him, yeah. so I just went over and said, You know, hello, I can't, I, I, I can't buy one of those. I'm really sorry, I, I don't have any cash, and everywhere's shut. Uh, but I, I just wanted to say thank you for Darth Vader, and you know you've been such an influence. And you know, I may have gushed a little bit, although I've made a bigger ass of myself with other people at like, Sci-Fi Scarborough actually. And he was the nicest, most interested, and interesting person to talk to, and we probably chatted for about half an hour. And he he just you know he wanted to 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 know what I you know what my Experience of Darth Vader had been how old I was when I first saw him. Yeah he, he had stories to tell about when he was filming and how proud he was of the character and, and all of that and knowing some of the Some of the issues that he's had with Lucasfilm and stuff. There are people there are actors He would have brought all that up I mean, oh, it's a, it's a shame. I was treated so badly by Lucasfilm but yeah, he, he didn't he was all positivity all just love for the character and for the fans And about what a privilege it had been to be Darth Vader. Yeah. And what a guy. I... I... And... I mean, I know you've also got...
2: No, I've, I've met him a couple of times and I've heard lots of things about... I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, he's such a miserable old git. And it's like, well, he's got bad hips and he's... I, I don't know where that comes from. No, you know, but he's, he's not... He's old and he's, he's old. not as fit as he was and he has trouble getting around he has like, to walk with a yeah, Like most big men, yeah. he's got real problems with his joints. He's had a stroke. So he's allowed to be a bit tetchy sometimes, I think, you know. But every time I've talked to him, he has been really, really nice. And one time at a convention, I was selling um, artwork of Darth Vader and he walked up halfway through the, the convention when when the cosplay competition was on and i was just sat there at my table with like sort of 10 copies left of of this print that i'd made of him and he walks up and says, like oh, i was wondering where this artwork had come from and i look up and there's bloody dave prowse <laughs> and uh, he says uh, how much for the lot and buys them all that he wants because he wants to give them to his friends as uh his christmas presents which was and then he sat and he chatted to me for ages and he took some photographs with me, and the only time he got annoyed was when someone else came up and tried to get in on the photo beside him, and, and someone else to take a photograph. You know, like a free selfie kind of mm, thing. Yeah. You know, he was taking a photograph with me because I'd asked him. We'd had a transaction, and we were having a conversation. This guy just stands next to him while someone else tries to get. And a that's rude. And that's that's rude. Yeah. And also, he's he's very. I think he's very uh, um, aware of his his cane. He mm. doesn't like to be to be photographed with it. No. You know, because when he when I when I took the photograph with him, he put it to one side, and obviously he was stood on it while he was talking mm. to me, and this guy's trying to get a photograph, and he, I think that, you know, mm. maybe that's, you know, and quite right, too. Yeah, quite right and he's and an old guy, and old guys are allowed to be grumpy when people are dicks. Christ, I'm 40 and I'm grumpy as hell all the time, <laughs> you know, I've been that way since I was 20, so, you know. But to be honest, every every Star Wars person I've, I've met has been really nice. Yeah. Some cool. of them are more mercenary than others, Paul Blake, <laughs> but um, fair play to him, you know, he's he's, he's getting... Well, he's also just, There's just... one that I never quite understand, which is... The guy
1: who plays, the guy who hands the medal to oh, yeah, the yeah, donor, the, who then hands it to Princess. The Leia. medal bearer. Yeah. yeah, you can meet him at conventions.
2: Hasn't he got some ridiculous Star Wars name like uh, Aldous Hextraphone or something? <laughs> yeah, it's just soldiers, like you, yeah. you know. <laughs> where Does where he you have it? an action figure? <laughs> no and I don't
0: want to meet <laughs> no, well, you know, to be honest he might do but um yeah they're, they're probably by now there's probably
2: an action figure but yeah the, I would say that they're all great Femi Taylor's lovely yeah she's, um, really, she's, really, she's really nice she, you know, yeah. Yeah. I've got her address if Femi you want to go and stalk her but uh... no, I don't want to do you know what I really don't think we should be endorsing that behaviour on the podcast I am Thank joking you. Um no she was very nice and um I don't want to call someone out but
0: And full disclosure, as per Ian's request, we have just cut out his moan about an unnamed Star Wars celebrity.
2: Please cut that out, actually, that's a bit negative. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. say that out. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, I don't like him. So Okay, <laughs> yeah, so
0: so that guy that, that, that we've just talked about and now cut out, we don't like him at all. Yeah. Right. Right, cool. I'm I'll sure. leave I'll leave that in. I'm friends with him on
2: Facebook. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, definitely cut it out. It out.
0: Yeah, so so you so say you'll be going home tonight and get get on the keyboard. Don't like to spread gossip, <laughs> <laughs> but but my mate says
3: I feel sorry for like Prowse's mates though. Like it was great for you that you bought all your Darth Vader pictures, but how many Christmases do you think they go? Oh, oh, well, oh Prouse oh, is going to send us this <laughs>
1: time? No, 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 it's no. It's no. okay. that or the Green Cross Code Man yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or something from Clockwork
0: Orange.
2: To be fair, I didn't care. No, obviously you know, He basically saved my bad convention day, <laughs> gave me a great story. And, but,
0: you know. th- th- but also, that does say a lot about the man. There are people, and we're not going to name them, but I know it's happened to you. There are people who would have said, can I have some of those, please?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he didn't do that. He could have said, "You know, I'm, I'm Dave Prowse. I, I'd like some of those pictures that you've
2: drawn of me. He did. He did wangle a fair discount, but who's going to argue with that <laughs> you know, <so>. Yeah, <laughs> he did mind trick. He, he probably did. Yes, Yeah, will <laughs> yeah, be forty-five pounds though. Yeah, and we four pounds fifty. I know for a fact that Paul Blake is using one of my pictures of Greedo as his banner. Is it? Nice. Yeah, when he goes to conventions without permission. I don't care. I was gonna say, do you but know, you, still, you kind of go. I, no, like no, not, at one at point, seems, I was. Yeah. like
3: he was the character with the new him, and then he, can he use it? Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't mind it.
0: He, yeah. he, he bought a few off me, and he he, he yeah, traded yeah. me some stuff. Well, for so some he, features. so he's, I mean, he, so so the picture that he's used as the basis, he got legitimately. He didn't yeah, like yeah. download it off the internet, really.
2: Yeah. yeah. We, we we swapped some for some signatures and and, and yada Yeah, right. it. yeah. Right. And I I take it as a compliment. It's kind of geeky cool when someone posts a picture of a that's Star Wars con it's like that's my God. yeah I do that <laughs> yeah. a few people
3: like use your image it's like uh, the kid from
2: Stranger, uh, Stranger, Stranger Things, things. Yeah. Yeah. that was so cool that yeah. was cool Yeah, that was yeah. great because
1: that ended up being his um, Instagram IMDB,
2: IMDB page and yeah. his Instagram yeah. Yeah. and he's got the original because uh, I have his address as well <laughs> 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 what's his name again uh, what's his character name? Toothless oh. yeah it's Toothless I, I can't remember, I can't remember. in my head yeah. it's like a G something yeah. in it yeah, I can't remember. If, if, if we could reach any of the 100,000
0: laps <laughs> we've got in
2: this room, we could Google it. Uh, I'm stuck on Galen from Rogue One, and I no, that's not his name, so that, G- that's really stupid. G- Gaten Matarazzo, Matarazzo also, yeah, also, that's yeah. it. Yeah, see, you can see why I got stuck on Galen. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a fantastic thing, Gaten Matarazzo.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. you got to be someone with that couldn't
0: See, this is why America is cooler than Britain. I didn't go to school with anybody called anything like Gaten Matarazzo. Actually,
1: Gaten Matarazzo sounds like a Star Wars character. It yeah. does! It's the name of the guy holds holding the medals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the oldest extra phone yeah. his name is, yeah. Right, I think we've got off Star Wars again. We have. Yeah. We, yeah, have. We, we have. We have,
0: we need to... Actually, I don't know, how long have we got? Because we're... Uh, it's ten to nine. We're actually oh we're actually an hour and forty, so, okay. so we're deeply into episode two of this right mm. now.
2: Which should really be episode eight then, shouldn't
0: it? So, so, shall we get into episode eight?
1: Can we take a quick break?
0: Yes. OK, there was quite a big interruption there, so I'm sort of putting in a genuine interruption. Since I'm interrupting, do feel free to get in touch. We don't hear from you nearly as much as we like, dear listener. So if you're sitting there listening to us banging on about all the stuff that we care about in Star Wars and you're thinking, I don't agree with that, or where are they talking about this thing that really matters, well, let us know. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at to Geeks at the Gates uh, you can find us on Twitter but I can't remember what our handle is and I never check that account so don't or you can email us uh, all the links and all of that kind of stuff are in the show notes do that anyway let's get back to it anyway sorry we need to get back to Star Wars yeah. stay on target we've had a little bit of a break and we've done lots of sweariness which is why dear listeners you didn't hear any of it <laughs> um, so we need, we're going to, need to wrap up in a bit before we do episode 8 what do we think can't wait can't wait yeah Yeah. I think the first podcast we said what's the one thing we're looking forward
1: to this year from being the point of view of the geek? episode 8 yep. episode 8
0: yep, yep. Um, midnight screening midnight screening midnight screening I, I, I think I think it might have to be a destination Venus staff outing yeah we, are, we, are, we all are or have been at some point staff I'm
1: mm-hmm. going to book the day off work to make sure I can go and see it and then recover. So I'm suggesting I we go see for the midnight screening and then we come straight back here and then record a podcast.
0: Yeah, some of us have got to be at work the next
2: day. <laughs> I mean, I can do that. And <laughs> when I say some of us, I mean me. I can possibly do that if I can convince my wife to take the day off because yeah. otherwise I'll have to look after the children.
3: Yeah, you'll be at work, but this is your work, so you just don't have to leave. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And you will
2: help. Yeah, I'll bring a little <laughs> camp then in. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll help
0: yeah that <laughs> sounds like it actually sounds like a brilliant idea we must do that yeah. if i can persuade my wife to let me because I don't have kids but i do have a wife who isn't a geek um and who already thinks that all of this is obsessive nonsense Which so is quite right really. yeah. Face, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah i can't argue with her yeah. but no actually that's a topic that's a top recommendation yeah. we Although- need these I do worry that because we've just seen it, it will just be
3: all of us going, "Oh, it's so good!" Oh, this bit was oh, so but actually, good. Uh, oh, that's dogs. great. That's, that's
0: <laughs> so, but we can come back here. We can just do a quick half-hour first reactions, yeah, and then we can meet a week later when we've all seen it at least twice again. That's quite good. Idea. And have a bit of a more sober reflection. To be yeah. fair though,
2: if it's anything like Force Awakens or Rogue One, it'll just be me going, "Hexwigs, X-Wings! <laughs> <laughs> <Not X-Men's. laughs>
1: Do you think Han Solo might make an appearance? There? No, no! Do you think there'll be a flashback. Do you think there'll be? No, no, need... he's, he's out. He's done. We don't know. Han, him. Han do Solo, a ghost?
0: Han Solo's yeah. dead, and Harrison Ford is gonna have nothing else to do with Star Wars. Maybe he Luke. doesn't like ways it.
3: Before. No, <sighs> the closest thing we'll get is we'll we'll somehow return back to that star system, and it'll be called the Solo System or something yeah. like that. Yeah,
0: the only way they got Harrison Ford to be in Episode Seven is because they promised they'd kill him. Yeah. There's he, no way he's coming and back. And by paying him 27,000 oh, okay. well, yeah. billion dollars. 20, Giving yeah. him 20 million or whatever it was they paid him and also probably helped. the
1: profit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the thing at Comic-Con where one of the fans at the Blade Runner 2049 show said to Harrison Ford, are you now going to remake all of your movies? Yeah, just, mm. And just start the sequels. And Harrison Ford just went, you bet your ass. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean I the great thing with the episode eight trailers and the behind the scenes trailer that they they released quite recently is that it gives nothing away. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. But we, it all looks so exciting we and know, fun. All we know is Ray is being trained by Luke and some stuff blows up. Yeah. There's a big space fight, there's a big land fight. And we which can, what looks like attacks in the distance. We can yeah.
2: sort of
0: predict
1: all of that. And but that's kind of all we know.
2: Yeah. And that's yeah But I mean, you you've pretty much described any Star Wars movie, so yeah, they haven't given anything away. It's, no. it's just... No,
1: nothing plot-wise. We're getting whatsoever. all the
2: beats and none of the... So, do we have any theory? Who is Snake? Someone we've never seen before. Uh,
1: I hope so. Or somebody that we do know that was so minor in the original trilogy. I think I think that's not even pointless. In, to yeah, well. so it, I it think would, it needs to be. It would be daft to do it. I'm guessing he was maybe what, one of Luke's pupils, initial pupils, that... Got power hungry and decided to turn and then... Or yeah. could he have been... Uh, maybe Luke scarred him and that's why he's so... Could well. he have
0: been an as yet unknown disciple of... Um, probably not Sidious, but maybe Vader. Could Vader... Because, you know, there's the whole rule of two and the disciple, The, the, the like apprentice must become steps. the master and... You know, it's canon there, so we're kind of stuck with it. Yeah. The apprentice must become the master. But if the apprentice must become the master, if the apprentice is planning to be the master, he must they must have out. an apprentice at least in mind. And Palpatine so, seemed to have
2: just bags of them knocking about. You know, he was. Well, Maul, Vader, Ventress, Dooku, yeah, yeah. He, he, Star Killer, yeah. He, yeah. he just had, he just had them running about the place. You know, so I don't buy that rule of two thing. We can see there was a rule of two, but the Sith they up not Well, them, they, they, well, they.
0: well, they've also they've they've got they've they've kind of
2: retconned it, and she says, yes, yes, there was the rule of two,
0: who will be official Sith, but then there's everybody else. There's just dark. Too, who, like, who is? Whatever, yeah. Who are? Who are Sith followers? I was to right. say, we... because
3: I'm assuming it's it feels very much like they're going to get rid of the Jedi Sith dynamic mm-hmm. because obviously Snoke and all they don't use any of the Darth terms mm. and we've heard Luke saying it's time for the Jedi
2: to end. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Like because I've heard, I've seen all the like the theories and stuff of what's actually gonna come about, which is the balance, which is a bit of both. Well, we had the balance at the end of episode
1: three because there were two Sith and two Jedi left, and
3: that was it. Ah, but the balance being, though, that it's not just one person embodies one side and one person embodies the other, but you get one person who embodies both. Right.
2: Which is the duality of, obviously, Rey... And... You mean a
0: well-rounded human being? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, basically. And
2: and Luke, you know, at the end of Jedi, he, he lost his, his temper with, with yeah. Vader and he was using his rage, and they stopped and... Oh. You failed your hand. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just failed your hand. <laughs> you know, and, and, and he, he used his anger and then controlled it. Yeah. You know, and he, and he, So, has he already found a way of balance, a way to? Yeah. You know, he, he, he's seen that, the rage is useful. You can, you can well, because of course rise above it. Mm-hmm.
0: we also have to recognise that Luke was never properly trained as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, if if Yoda was so bloody convinced that Anakin Skywalker aged about nine. Was too old to begin training. Luke was twenty, mm. and he definitely didn't get. Y- I d- I don't know how long the time between Empire and Jedi was, where he might have done training with Yoda on Dagobah, but he didn't go through many many years of training. No, so he's not a proper Jedi. Well, he
1: learned from Obi Wan on the trip to Alderaan. Yeah, which was what maybe a couple of days,
0: yeah. if that. Maybe maybe a week if you really push it, but he was on the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, so. Seriously, it probably didn't take very long. Yeah. I mean, they could do the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. So older on. Which what?
2: isn't actually, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, point actually, on. no.
0: Do you know what? I, I I reject that nerd point. I I know that in our terminology, a parsec is a measure of time and uh, a measure of distance and not time. But they're not in a long time ago our galaxy. A, galaxy far, far a long away. time ago in a galaxy far, far away, the word parsec could have meant something completely different. And so, if in that galaxy, in that language, um, the word
2: part of a the second,
0: word parsec means a part of a second, yeah. which is what I always thought it meant anyway, and I'm pretty sure that's what George Lucas thought it meant. Um, so yeah, it. it does mean though that when they came to make Battlestar Galactica, they just thought, let's change any
1: unit and just make it sound something like it, so they call it centons. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what I don't like about sci-fi, changing units. No, just just change <laughs> the, me- the sci-fi metric system <laughs> no just that, that that desperate attempt to make it seem more futuristic or more science it, fiction yeah. but you know the, the other thing that star wars has started doing a lot that really bugs me that star that i, th- I blame star trek entirely for is names with 16 apostrophes in them you know because if, uh. if you look at like um, the, original, the original star wars characters none of them had those kind of names you know han solo luke skywalker leo I, organa it's... and now you've got Arblahander. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's,
0: what the, it seems you... to me that it was Babylon Five that started that. I thought but, it was a Red Dwarf. And I love <laughs> Babylon. I love Babylon Five, but Jakar, Natoth, it's no I stop don't know, it. I don't know how to
3: read any of them. Yeah, but at do least it? they're never like the main character. You've still got like Finn and Poe. Oh I know, but actually it's actually it's it's
0: actually not it's actually not, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not even just sci-fi. Cars do it now as well. Like the Kia I C, you, C-, meant Pixar. <laughs> C- <laughs> you you can buy a car called a Kia C E apostrophe D. Yeah. What? What's that about? It's a keyed. It's asking you to use key. And it's presumably because people have seen these things on things like Star Wars and gone, Oh, that right? sounds futuristic, and it gives you a bit of a thing. It's anyway, supposed...
3: stay on target. Back yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too... I do want to say, though, I wouldn't mind owning like, a Toyota Car <laughs> <laughs> That would be better.
1: Mm. Wouldn't you rather own the new Nissan Millennium Falcon? <laughs> well, no,
3: yeah, obviously.
0: I'd, I'd buy a, a Nissan Millennium Falcon, but I bet Nissan couldn't afford the licensing rights. No. <laughs> so, Snoke... So, uh, 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 has I, anyone heard uh,
2: the acronym uh, Sith? No one knew existed. No, but no. I like it. But, see, I don't like it. I'm like, oh no, that's that's. If that's what they're going with, I'm I'm gonna I, I
1: will lose my shit. That's obviously a writer kind of going. I need to come up with a name for a character. I'll I'll call in this for now, and then
0: and never, then they forget never to change never it. To final draft, <laughs> yeah. and
1: they didn't know what to do. Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean if if it... It, if,
2: it, if it works like that, if, if it's just the writer.
0: If that's how he got his name, yeah. that's fine. If it actually ter- that actually turns up in the movie, yeah. no, then no, that would be th- no one ever, That would be all yeah. kinds of terrible. Yeah, um, that would that would be that would be prequel levels of terrible.
2: The, the thing, the other thing is, he's obviously he's got that obvious scar down mm. his head, which mm. is very Vader, very Anakin. But um, I've had, read other rumors that it, it could be a, one of Palpatine's clones. But that's, then that's, that's something from like mm. the. You know, the, the legend. I take but it. Aren't it, they bringing
1: that back into was the new, the next Battlefront game? which is taking place after Return of the Jedi. Right. There's a bit where you're playing as I think the Imperial Squadron. Yeah. Which is essentially the Black Ops Squadron. And there's something in one of the trailers and it looks like a hologram of Palpatine's face shows up on
2: something. Apparently though, oh man, uh, I'm I'm so embarrassed to know this, that uh, that there were um, people who went around as the sort of carriers of palpatine's message and they would take these pre-recorded messages with them right with with holograms of of palpatine so that's probably what so that it's is. not like a clone no no but so. i've seen images of the new sort of what kind of looks like the,
1: the new funky samurai imperial guards sort or of these i can't remember what they're called Oh yeah. praetorian, praetorian, praetorian yeah yeah like the, sort of the, the red helmets and stuff and as figures go it's like it just looks like a big plastic lump of red stuff mm-hmm. like to a big plastic lump of red but the cosplay for those suits is gonna look amazing. It is, it's gonna look it's gonna so I can't wait for that. I,
0: I wonder how much Star Wars costume designers now sit there thinking, Come on then cosplayers, let's see you do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they started going to cosplay conventions and seeing what people do and thought I'm incorporating that. Yeah, well, certainly, lots of people customize. I've right? seen,
0: yeah. I've certainly seen Sith Lord costumes at uh, cons that are just you know made up out of fans' heads mm. that look amazing. Yeah. I've got a mate who, who cosplays. Um, I won't name him just in case he's shy. Um, although people, cos- although people who know him will know who I mean. He went to um, the Star Wars Celebration, and the first day he went as a Sith Lord of his own invention. Absolutely amazing costume. He had LED lights inside the ice slits in the mask and all kinds of stuff going on. But the one that, every, that everybody loved was uh, he went as Chopper. He went as Chopper and his mate went as BB-8, but not as an astromech. He went as a human version of Chopper. So it was an uh, orange um, T-shirt with a white sort of boiler suit style dungarees and a hard hat with a little visor with little... Little lenses on it, like an astromech stuff, and uh, went around looking grumpy. Uh, And it's it's a fantastic, fantastic. And his mate, his best mate, went as BB Eight, and and they they just went as human astromechs. And they're just, and that's what I like about cosplay. Actually, Mm -hmm. it's not. I like when people do like real, like screen accurate, yeah, authenticity. Because that's really hard to do. And some of these people, I mean, I I, I mention it every time we talk about because My dad was a tailor. Um, I'm really fussy about clothes being well made or they wouldn't know to look at me and you know the skill that some of these cosplayers have is incredible but what i also like are the people who just go i've got an idea yeah let's do this and and just take a flight of fantasy and just just take an idea and 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 Twist it real. It's when you see sort of mashups and stuff, and, and you and get, oh, get I, I, the clever I, stuff. Yeah, like cosplay puns
3: are brilliant. Like I saw you post like Edgar Allan Poe, Dameron. Yes, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one that I really like is what they did. Um, was it like
1: Statler and Waldorf and Bunsen and Beaker as different stormtroopers? So they're all there, yeah. in, like the full uniforms, but then they've got Muppet heads. <laughs> so yeah, and there's also
0: there's brilliant. also a brilliant one of Beaker as a meeping angel. Yes, I'm just seen <laughs> which, yeah. which which has even made Ian laugh.
2: <laughs> I like the pun. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, so that we weren't supposed to be talking about. No, 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 guards. Petorian Petorian guards. guards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they look
2: very cool. They look like a sort of a more modern, edgy take on the Emperor's Royal Guards. Which I'm assuming that's that's what they, what they are. Yeah, I think yeah. they're it's Snoke's, Snoke's yeah. elite group. Yeah. yeah. So. Um,
1: the only thing I know about Snoke really in Episode Eight is that we're seeing him in like a gold,
2: gold robe, robe and which... he's got flesh. Yeah. Colored skin, he's not grey or white or yeah. whatever. He's, he's I so do. that was just a bad hologram. Right? I do he's hope, just a human. I do hope
1: that he's like you know six inches tall <laughs> because it was when they first saw that. You know, this giant, well, hologram.
0: that massive, that massive hologram is overcompensating for mm.
1: something, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But then the emperor did exactly the same, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. yes, he did. Yes, child. he did.
0: Something about super villains, they're just really
1: insecure. I have one of my the naivety of when you're a child and you watch Star Wars movies, and then when you get older and you realize actually I was a stupid, naive mm. child in Return of the Jedi and I think I've told you all this separately, and I, I, this is still one of my favourite stories, and I, whenever I see these characters, I always think it. The Emperor arrives on the Death Star, and all of his um, Imperial guard come out, and Vader meets him, and then there's two Imperial dignitaries, I believe that's what the figures were Yeah, called. yeah, old purple dudes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then you see them slightly later on in the Emperor's throne room, when he, he says to Vader, go to the command ship and, and wait for my instructions, and then he turns and he has a chat with them. As a kid, in my head, they were the Emperor's parents, <laughs> <laughs> they were his mum and, and, you know, yeah, so and dad and he was just you they were just visiting he arrived there with his mum and dad and he was look, mum and dad I'm doing work I'm telling them to go do stuff I'll see you later oh you've done a lovely Death Star
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the wonderful naivety of a child yeah that's yeah. definitely that
0: <laughs> that's, great. that's yeah. great actually I like that do
3: you know what I'm really looking forward to because we know zero about them but they look so badass and that's the Knights of Ren
0: Yes. Yes. I can't wait for them. Yes, I want me some Knights of Ren. Yeah, I have
3: no idea what they're about. I have no idea what they'll do, what they're gonna be like. I don't care. They, from what I've seen in those kind of like images where people change the contrast and zoomed in on the only scene they're in, uh, they look, they look like some sort of like something from like Akira anime or something. Yeah, with the, I mean, I get the, the feeling. That, weapons.
0: I get the feeling that what we finally see is gonna be almost no relation to that little Probably, glimpse yeah. we had because they'll have been completely redesigned. But I, yeah.
1: Just, well, because there's still loads of stuff from Episode 7 because there was all the original figures that they first released. Mm-hmm. Was it Constable Zevo or something? That, it was in all the pictures when they first announced it. And yet he's not. we don't see him at all. In Isn't he the guy
2: that Ren kills? I wasn't...
0: I, I don't know. To be, I thought he was on Jakku. To be fair, um, there's, a, there's a history of Star Wars toys not bearing much relation to what's supposed to be happening in the film. Yeah. There's a reason that in Return of the Jedi, General Nadine has such a rubbish beard. <laughs> it's because when he arrived on set, he was clean shaven, and they stuck a fake beard on him because they'd already made the toys. <laughs> <laughs> so, the fact that they released lots of toys that then didn't crop up yeah. in the film.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the the the. I think the one thing you you'll keep seeing if you if you like collecting Star Wars stuff is the Force Awakens uh, first order snowspeeder. Yeah. Yeah. Which was never in the film. But there's a, there's it a, is in the
0: it's in the film for about four seconds yeah there's a distance, yeah. scene and there's scene yeah but so you, you'll see that, if anybody there's... wants a, a, a metal model of an Imperial Snowspeeder from The Force Awakens we have some for sale at Oddly enough, Venus. we have some of those left. Because, <laughs> because nobody, nobody no, bought any, yeah, because nobody, nobody knew what are. the hell it was. And it's the
2: same in Lego. There's tons of them in Lego. And Hot Wheels, there's tons of them in Hot Wheels. Yeah. And the Hasbro because plastic it, ones, there's tons they, of them in that as well. thought,
0: They clearly thought when they made the toys, it was going to be like a big deal. So yeah. it's become the Jar, Jar Binks.
2: Yeah, of... basically. It, ne- it never it never, even appeared in the movie. <laughs> no, no,
0: the difference is, nobody wants to stab an Imperial <laughs> Snow Speeder <laughs> until it makes a squishy noise. No, they there.
1: all just look at me
2: going. go... What is, what is that? Yeah. yeah,
1: but didn't they do that with a lot of the original toy vehicles, where there was just all this sudden, suddenly all these extra little vehicles, like little one man pods.
2: Oh, the things. mini rigs were yeah. uh, were invented because uh, plastic was so expensive, and they needed to fill up the gaps. So, you know because you know Millennium Falcon was X amount of pounds and very big and you know, you could only make so many. And they needed to make something that was smaller, that was still scaled with the figures. Because I remember how there was once like, on the rollers that were... Yeah, basically down they were, nearly, nearly all of them were Hoth-based, the, the first set. Well, you could and also... They, they, they based, basically they said to the designer, something that's just off-screen. Yeah, and that's how they sold yeah, it, wasn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. During the movie, they, you, it's just off-screen, you just don't quite see it. They were itself. like pocket money affordable vehicles. Yeah,
0: and they had uh, they had that little, um, I think they called it a mini shuttle, that mm-hmm. was designed to fit between the prongs on the Millennium Falcon.
2: That never came out though.
0: Did that never come no, out? I no. say I I assumed it had. I've seen pictures of it, no, and I've wanted one since I was little. Because it was like a little mini shuttle It was a sh- mini
2: shuttle tidarium, yeah. Right. But the, yeah, there was there was a, a bit there was a, a spaceship that was designed to go in between the two prongs. All right. Of the, of the so form. you could never, never buy it. that. Never came out. No, no was, yeah. it was it was advertised for the or it was jammed up for the. Line after the I last line was, sort of was 1984 or 5. Because I, yeah, I, rem- like. I
0: remember seeing the picture and thinking, that makes sense. Yeah, it, cool. it,
3: it does work because you think Malay is maybe like a freighter like, for stuff, and you think, mm. like, where would they put everything? So it does make sense. Yeah. well, that, I mean, okay, they dock it, drop it. There's and then...
0: again, there's a massive fan. Theory. Someone's done all kinds of blueprints and sketches that basically the Millennium Falcon, the the, the sticky out bits, the prongs. That's where the, it latches onto like a massive container. Yeah, and just thing. shoves
2: it through space. Yeah, and, think, and yeah.
0: that's why the Millennium Falcon's so fast. Yeah, because it's overpowered. It's like a it's like a tugboat. It's it's designed to push mass much greater than itself. Yeah, so that and and that all makes perfect sense mm-hmm. and also demonstrates the sci-fi fans in general and Star Wars fans in particular are way too obsessive and have too
2: much time on their hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we're very good at problem solving it. Seems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Knights of Ren I'm definitely keen on seeing. Yeah. Um, that flash back or flash forward from, from Force Awakens, I'd really like, to, I want to know because that happens when she touches the saber. Yeah. And every other scene in that involves the saber. The saber. Because wasn't she originally
1: supposed to see the the moment from Cloud City with Luke? Yeah, and, and but you and just Bay get the corridor. corridor. She was yeah. supposed to see mm. it from a different point of view. Yeah. Um, but you just get the corridor. Which is ordered. why they brought out Luke, Bespin, and Vader figures as part of the initial run yeah. again as well. Just kind of go, oh, there might be something connected here, mm-hmm. and then we never got it.
2: So, you, so you get that, and then you get um, Luke touching R two. Yep. So that's obviously the, the saber is connected with Luke, connected with Vader. So you've got those two links there. And then the next bit, it's her on the floor looking up at the Knights of Ren, and before that, she wasn't in the. Well, she was, she was in the, she, she was in the corridor, wasn't she? And then she falls down and she's in yeah the she thing. falls into but is is it her that's seeing this is that luke is that luke's memory of of seeing the knights murdering people is that her memory of being seeing the knights murdering luke's pupils so yeah, she was there as a, as a child which is yeah because then there. it jumps to the, the bit of her being a child yeah so it's definitely linked to her then or, mm. or is it linked to luke somehow because luke left her there
3: also can yeah. i point out in that moment right before we see the Knights of Ren, where it's obviously her perspective, she's mm-hmm. on the ground looking up. Is it just me or does it look like the man that gets killed by um, Kylo is going to try to and kill, kill whoever whoever's on the, on the ground? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes.
2: Yeah. And so I wonder... It all happens so quickly. Though, yeah. you have to... So, so th- is the person that's on the ground, is it Luke and this guy's about to kill him and Kylo's like, no, he's made. Yeah. Or no, we leave him. He's the only one to survive because he's got to be exiled or whatever. Is it Ray and... Because they're related, he feels guilty all of a sudden, and he sees this young girl, and he's like, "No, I I can't let you kill her," and he, you know, he feels remorse suddenly, and then, and then he dumps her on Jakku. I do deeply believe that's what happens. Yeah, or or, you know, there's so many things it could be, but you know, it's
1: could this be the first Star Wars film that actually has a proper flashback to several scenes of stuff that's filling in the thirty years? Because we need to find that information. I mean, are we? We don't like being spoon fed because
2: that's what the prequels did for yeah, us. Yeah. But we need more
1: backstory for mm-hmm. where these characters have come from,
2: almost. Well, it's, it's, well, we we definitely need to know more about Luke's school and and, and the Knights, yeah. you know. And I think we're going to find out a lot more about Snoke. So yeah. Mm. Other than that, we don't we don't need to know too much. Well, you know, I mean, First Order, they they the, they scrambled to the far edges of the universe, reformed. Didn't <laughs> There's they? a great theory as well
1: that was it that the Starkiller base is actually. Um, Jeddah from Rogue One
2: and hollowed out. Oh, interesting yeah. because, of so course, the, the lots Deaths- of kyber crystals. The Death
1: Star blast into Jeddah made the big, hole. big enough hole that they could then start mining it properly and get everything. Oh, I hadn't heard that. that. I bloody like that. Mm, oh, that's actually a big enough thing. And obviously, as it got blasted, it's shifted out of orbit, which is why it's gone from being a desert planet to then being a frozen planet because it's maybe been moved out of its orbit. Oh, slightly. that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I like that. That's a great theory.
0: I like that and it almost makes me forgive them for having another bloody Death
2: Star. (laughs) The other theory that I've read was that Starkiller Base was another uh, Kyber Crystal planet because apparently there's lots more than just one. And it's been mined right out for the second Death Star and in doing so it's, you know... They've They've created the perfect place to to build an even bigger bloody cannon, so possible, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's.
2: So Finn and Poe. Are, po. are they are they alright? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think think of a better way of putting it, but let's get into the shipping now.
2: Uh, Finn and Poe. Why not? I don't care. I mean, fine, great. Well,
3: guy who plays Poe, Darren said like he's up for it. He yeah. thinks that's fantastic. So yeah.
2: he's wearing he's wearing uh, Poe's clothes now. Also, yeah, I mean that... that's what you do in a relationship. Have you basically? seen that La- tiny clip. Lando
3: wore hands closed, didn't he? So yeah, have you seen that time where Poe sees Finn in his jacket for the first time, and he like he literally bites his lip. Yeah, it just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like oh, mm, it looks good. <laughs>
0: like, Damn. Yeah. So yeah, do you know what? I don't care if they do that. Um, I know a lot of people will be very, very happy about it. There'll be also all the people that don't like the fact that Doctor Who's a lady that won't like
1: the fact that there's now a gay couple in Star Wars.
0: Well, there were also quite a lot of people who didn't like the fact there was a black guy in Star Wars. Or a a woman as the lead. And a woman as the lead. And uh, do you know what? I'm going to say it again. All of those people can just go... I'm sorry. Do you know what? If, if what If that is all it takes to make you... ...hate a thing that you previously loved... And if those people ...then you didn't, didn't love it very much. If you yeah.
1: then want to boycott souls, good. Good! yeah, yeah. 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 be less
0: dicks
2: in the cinema. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah, I'm alright with that. We see, we seem to have developed a very uncompromising <laughs> so, attitude. but <so, laughs> so this is the thing. <laughs> I've
2: got no problem with Finn and Poe being gay lovers... ...because it doesn't impact on the story... ...in the same way as Kylo and Ray being... That would. Into, that know. would. I, to me, I don't see that. I don't want that for, for the storyline that I kind of have in my head. yeah. Well, I mean? Yeah, so,
0: but because no, uh, the hero, heroine, falling in love with the bad guy and trying to change it, that is actually quite a tired old trope. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a little bit dull. It's been done to death. Yeah. Whereas a relationship between two soldiers who are fighting yeah. on the same side... You don't see that very often. But it ups the stakes between
1: those characters as well. It also, yes, it does
0: yeah. I mean, there is a reason that the Spartans thought that it was a good thing for their soldiers to have relationships. You will fight a hell of a lot harder
1: yeah,
0: for, for if the guy by the side is someone that you are actually in love with. Right. And yeah, it works for me. I, yeah, I'm up for that. It, and it certainly doesn't change. A romance between um, Finn and Poe doesn't change the dynamic of the story any more than a relationship between, say, Han and Leia did. Do you it's... think it's because
1: the fact that episodes one to six has basically been the Skywalker story, mm-hmm. that seven, eight, nine needs to be a continuation of that Skywalker story, and it's because it's looking like that Ray is think the main character would... in this. That it's everyone is expecting her then to be I... Luke's daughter, and that if actually, she's they're, they're playing the whole thing. Actually, they're playing our expectations. Offers which just like you know that we're gonna to have to reveal who she is and everyone's going. to go, Who's it gonna be? Who's gonna make gonna go? Oh, it's Wedge's daughter. From, from yeah, then for gonna me. Go, oh, it
0: doesn't matter. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, she's really she's from a family that we've previously not heard of.
2: Yeah. For me, so that is the, the, the Skywalker that, saga. And if if they come to seven, eight, and nine, and it turns out that Anakin went bad, Luke redeemed him. Luke's, you know, the, the grandson of, of the Skywalkers become goes bad again. It's like well, there's not really enough fucking good job. I think. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it just
0: becomes. It just becomes the story of one family screwing up the, fact, screwing up the galaxy with their drama. But it also yeah. makes
1: the universe feel that much smaller as well. It's yeah. like, yeah, oh, these people are. It's, it's just this one family. I, but I, mean,
2: I, but I, don't, I don't mind so much that because it, it is about the Skywalkers. But I'd, I'd rather it, it gets some kind of redemption. Otherwise, it just feels like, oh, Christ, well, we watched all that just for every one of them to go bad and some go. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd kind of like it. From the, yeah. I'd kind of
0: like it if, if episodes one through six, that was the story of the Skywalkers. That story is now done. What we're dealing with now are the consequences of that. Um, so the First Order's rising again. Someone's got to deal with that. Well, well, there are no more Skywalkers. So who else is going to stand up? Mm. Hello, Ray, Who are you? Where are you from? And she doesn't need to have any... If it turns out she's a Starwalker... A Starwalker? Is she... Oh, God. It's been a long day. <laughs> if, if it turns out she's a Skywalker, then fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to take to the internet and in a fit of nerd rage, but i will be a little bit disappointed if she's a Skywalker or a Solo. Yeah, it's, it's somebody else's turn to fix the bloody galaxy. Do you think they knew going into Episode 7 who she is? Or do you
1: think they've kind of gone, we'll work that bit out? We'll I,
0: get to it. I would really hope that they did know. Mm. I would like to think they did know. I wouldn't be that surprised if they didn't. Because
2: George made it up as he went along. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It feels it feels more like the sort of thing they would have control. They've had about. enough time to
1: work it out and to do it. Yeah. So Hopefully they've...
2: Because they would, they wouldn't want to, they wouldn't want to play the same mistakes that were made in the original trilogy of you know, Luke and Leia almost getting it on, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then, oh oh, oh and no! Like, oh like, no! she's so you your sister. sister. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? Even. Word. <laughs> yeah. Even at eleven, I thought that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, my wife actually still. You might want to avoid that. You know, in, in Empire
1: yeah. when she kisses him, and, and like, every, like even three people kind of gets him for a close to look, and it's just like,
0: oh. oh. That is creepiest. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't at the time. And so he sits back with his hands going, yeah.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Just kiss my sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, And the fact that they didn't know is not making it any less creepy at all. It's even weirder than when you listen to the um, radio play, because what you're
1: then listening to is a father torture his daughter.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yes. Although that also happens. So. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, knowing that it makes Vader even more of a monster. Speaking of Vader being a monster, uh, the
2: current Star Wars comic, the the Darth Vader run, mm. is actually really good. I've not read the latest one. Have you not? No. Not yet. Has are read it. I've been no. reading the Star Wars, but I've not been reading the Darth Vader. Because like the, the original one, the Kieran Gillen one, was set between Star Wars and Empire. Yeah. Um. This, as was the Star Wars. Yeah. This is between Sith and, and Rogue One. It basically it basically starts with him oh! on the bench going. Oh! And and Palpatine gives him a right slap down, <laughs> which is really cool to read. It's like you know, yeah, sort yourself out, mate. <laughs> and uh, he he gets sent off on a mission. He's like, you're not a Sith yet. You've got to go and find your own saber Because a, 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 a
0: Sith cannot make his own lightsaber. It can't you, be given. He are you aware of it. this?
2: This um, how they make no. It's no canon that uh, the the reason that Sith lightsabers are red is because they've been made to bleed. The the the, the crystal has like a, a living essence that that is it goes along with your will if you're a Jedi, and mm. so you get the yellow, the blue, the green. so to be a red. sith, you have to break it you have to break it and force it to do your your bidding and that makes it bleeding, which is why it becomes red. and to be a sith, you've got to you've got to steal a jet a jedi saber and then break it. so that's the mission of the the comic, and of course, um, this is
0: after order sixty six
2: so jedi hard to come by yeah, so he's he's got a bit of a he's got a bit of a mission on but um the, the one thing that I, occurred to me when I was reading this this week's issue was um Obviously, you know, he's got no arms, no legs, he's all robotic, and he gets royally ruined by some guy. And so he's he's got one arm missing, and he has to re- sort of rebuild it from scrap parts using the Force. But then he can still Force choke people with it. And I just suddenly thought, isn't the Force based on the living embodiment? his thing. but it's it, it flows it's the strength regardless. of your will isn't Is it, it? So. so why does he even need to do that then why don't you just look at him and go you're choking because yeah. he's well, not strong. I trumping. think he probably could he's focusing, also, yeah, also yeah, yeah. because
0: that looks really cool yeah it's, it's just yeah. very dramatic it's... which we know about him yeah, yeah that's yeah. true and I suppose he wants he wants everyone else in the room to know he's doing it so he probably could just do it with the power of his mind but then everyone would go what, I'm oh doing? blimey <laughs> Bill's having a bit of a fit whereas if Darth Vader's pointing at him because Luke chokes
1: too Morian guards with literally with his yeah. fingers, doesn't he? So, mm.
0: so, so clearly, basically, Vader's just a drama queen. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know that
1: from Episode Three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Episode Two. No. Yeah. Oh! All right. One, 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 fun, one final thing, and we can now just shut up the prequels. What is which is the worst prequel? Because I clones. Have...
2: Clones.
3: Until. Uh, I don't think clones because you can salvage clones. How? By well, well, yes, there's, it a, it there's off. an off button. No, you skip every single scene Anakin's in. Uh, and the film is only about it Obi Wan a- Kenobi doing a detective being a detective, story. Yeah. 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 It's the only salvageable thing. For it's it still. Sh- I think for me,
1: it's. Because everyone goes, oh, it's better. It's like it's not though because it's just it's trying to bring
0: everything in line with. Sith has with the- Episode Four, and it does it all so. Am I just Sith don't. has the only example of Hayden Christian acting in the whole trilogy. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> when was that? Um, no! the last <laughs> No, not that bit. Is but it no he's the on la... fire. No, the last the last sort of four or five it doesn't last long. The last four or five seconds as he's being put back together and they're lowering the helmet and the mask onto his head. And you get the expression on his face as he realizes what he's becoming and what his future is. And that bit of facial expression it made me go, oh right. He's actually scared of who he's about there's to become. some There's some acting going on here. I think. Where's that been for the last two movies? Acting.
2: I think that's him realising this is the final scene and I f***ed up every other one I've been in. <laughs> 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 so I just made the screen freeze goes, it was at this moment
3: I realised. I'd <laughs> so,
0: so that no, yeah. that actually wasn't acting. No, I, I did that was like just the him. Moment from, yeah. Yeah, from Futurama. yeah, just just let you know. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, what have I done to <laughs> the the my thing, career? Yeah. The thing, the thing with about Sith for me is that bloody hell, they bring the Death Star in it a bit early down there. There's 20 years, it's not going to take you 20 years to build. I mean, I know but it's a big space apparently station, it does, but they've then built. The, well, does, one, well, even the book, even bigger in no time. Yeah, so. the, book, the book Catalyst deals with a lot of that. I guess, you yeah, know, there's a lot of production delays. And... I mean, it's, but no, because they wouldn't be. Because it's a fascist dictatorship. and know they, they... the republic still exists, though, right? But yeah, so I suppose. So. Right, so you're just... so are well, so doing it on the so, slide. so essentially, republican efficiency continues. Yeah, bureaucracy. <laughs> and the Nazis haven't quite taken over yet, so the trains aren't running on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> no, this is, I think because I missed Sith, at the cinema initially. And no, 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 no! You didn't miss it. But no, but everybody was meant to sort of see it at the midnight screening that I was supposed to go with, and I didn't go. And then eventually, when I did see it, I think the reviews had come out. Oh, it's so much better! And I just sat there, and just this little voice in my head went, "This is crap." And so nothing that happened in it made me. Dramatic. I just thought this is just silly and stupid. And there's the bit when Grievous is spinning all of his arms around as he's moving towards. Oh Obi- God, that's of... dreadful. And it just reminds me of that bit in The Simpsons where Bart and Lisa were <laughs> fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep swinging my arms, and if you get hit, it's your fault that you got in the way. That's what that moment <laughs> is.
2: That that scene though, you know, the, you know when uh, Obi Wan says, "Hello there." Yeah. <laughs> that I used to cringe so much every time I saw that, and then I watched the Clone Wars look and at and the, the, no, the first time that he, he he meets Grievous, Grievous says, "Hello there." And it's almost like a, a callback, you know. It's yeah. Like, so he's, he's mm. that. That's the first time he's met Grievous. Is in this, the cartoon, even though it was much later. Yeah. And so that instantly makes him him saying it make much more sense. Because it makes,
0: it, makes it like a it's a it's a it's something that's it's an intro yeah. between them, you yeah. know.
2: And it doesn't improve just, the film, but it just we, makes it less and <sighs> does the
1: weirdest stance where he like points his fingers. As yeah, as I say, see they do that, that a and lot. And I will poke you in the <laughs> eye.
0: <laughs> but no, you see, I think that that, that weird V fingered stance and the hello there, um, I think both of those are just at this point, Ewan and McGregor, who was a massive Star Wars fan, and he was so pleased to be involved, that's the point where even he had given up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like
1: well he was planning his first motorcycle yeah this is, a, this is a this <laughs> is this is a hot mess i don't I mean,
0: care i'm gonna I'm, I'm driving from london to new york in a couple of weeks and uh, I this 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 is what's paying for that so you know yeah, yeah.
3: i think most people only say the sith is the best because of this the bit where the, all the jedi die because no matter what like that's upsetting to think this is where all the jedi die i mean it was for me because as a kid the jedi were really cool because they were all really different and that's what you'd all imagine, you'd play like, oh, this is my Jedi and i like, everyone mm. have like, a favourite Jedi. Like, Clocoon was mine and you saw him die, and that was upsetting for me. I think that's yeah. probably the reason Kit why. Kip Fisto, come on. He died like a... right. he died instantly. He like...
2: I know, but that was the worst scene in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they call him Kip Fisto. Oh no, he's great though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit in Attack of the Clones where I can't remember what he does, but he does a, a Jedi push or something, and he's just oh, got yeah. the most happy smile on his face. Oh, and yeah. just like, he's a cool guy. <laughs> he looks like a pet mute. I like him. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> oh. Shaq T was cool as well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. She was kind to have, like a really cool like scene with Anakin, wasn't she? Yeah, but never happened. Yeah. Maybe.
1: The big, the big thing, the big mistake that they did with the prequels was they needed to put a love triangle in it. It yeah. needed to be Obi Wan, Anakin, Padme love triangle.
0: That would have lent a bit more of a dynamic to the the animosity that you end up with between yeah. yes Obi-Wan because and anakin. it felt very because why why, why why are you so cross with obi-wan what's he done he's turned up you whiny little <laughs> yeah. teenager yeah. yeah it's it's yeah i don't know why i looked at you yeah i guess that that whole thing that and the uh you can't win anakin I have the high ground. That's it. That's all you need. Just like Darth Maul had the high ground in Episode. Yeah, 1. that yeah, that yeah. clearly that clearly works. Yeah, but he was a bad guy. Yeah. And and I know this is a a meme that's done everything, but also in A New Hope, when he says, "Well, I don't seem to remember ever owning a droid." Mm. And what? Yeah. You
2: saw that one being built. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just. Um, and and you've you've had many bad words to say about that one. I suppose you know.
0: technically you didn't own them, maybe, but Yeah, but uh, he's spent
1: the last what twenty years in a hut getting pissed on blue milk. So
0: but,
2: fermented so, blue milk, sure. Yeah. It's only twenty
0: <laughs> it's only twenty years. I remember I remember twenty years ago I owned a
2: mini metro.
0: I, I haven't forgotten it in the intervening twenty years. <laughs> I may have tried. And it
2: didn't have a personality.
0: Oh god it did. Well, wow. <laughs> That, no, no, that is, no. Yeah. and that's that comes back to what you're saying about George Lucas was making it up as he went along, because at the time when he, well, I can't remember ever owning a droid, he, he didn't because he hadn't, mm. and which is why they shouldn't have
2: had R two, and three PO in the. But that's cool. that again. So yeah, that I'll again.
1: Just as mm, like little throwaway. That again so is like George Broke. Lucas's
2: obsession.
0: He wanted it to be a thing that R two D two and C three PO were in every movie. Because they're like because and because he wanted it to be like from a slave's perspective or something, and that's what and you know, but yeah, but that's a terrible idea. And it and it, come back to my favourite Sir Humphrey quote: If you are going to do this damn fool thing, please don't do it in this damn fool way. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's just it's just just actually genuinely doesn't work. Mm-hmm.
3: And they would have been easy to write in. Just make them Bail Organa's droids. Yes, Ooh, yeah. sorted, done. Yeah. Have, yeah. We've seen them.
0: And off have them. Go. Have yeah. them like they're in Rogue One, where 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 they just literally walk across the screen and it's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, but they're in it. Yeah, yeah, it's, you could do that. Yeah, and you know that you know they're in the background somewhere. Yeah,
2: we didn't need to meet Chewbacca. We didn't
0: need. But to again, that made no How important in the in the Wookie government or whatever must Chewbacca have been? Yeah, to he's, be he's to be best at, mates with Yoda. Yeah, to be at that meeting. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, there's again, there's a fan theory that Chewbacca is actually the leader of the Rebel Alliance, because, <laughs> because, how else would he be like great mates with Yoda and in in the right place at the right time in all of these. So he's actually a spy
1: yeah. for the rebels and was so yeah, he's, Han he's was, there. he's there Han to try and, and
0: undercover. He's there to try and recruit <laughs> to try and recruit Han, but also Han's his cover because no one would think Han would be part of the Rebel Alliance. So they certainly wouldn't think his first mate Wookiee was. Yeah. And you know, it's and that's that actually makes more sense than yeah. what he's canon.
3: I do wonder what Chewbacca's relationship with Han was. Purely because I used to realize Are we getting
0: back to being crash landed on Earth and getting lonely? <laughs> no,
3: definitely not. No, it's just like Chewie obviously got upset when Han died. But mm. then I realised, but Chewie lives for hundreds of years. like what He must was... have seen
0: lots of friends die.
3: Yeah, and like, so what is Han to him? Is he just like a pet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know like, really... an
2: irritating pet. <laughs> yeah. I was
1: so worried in episode seven when when Han died that Chewie was going to go next. But I thought we were going to see a, a full-on Chewie berserker raid, yeah. Ripping stormtroopers left. Right, I kind of hoped we would. But I was mm. convinced I that still going to die. I still want Chewie's to see that.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he didn't die in episode seven, but... Yeah, there's always eight and nine that might happen. Well, so I just felt like if they were best friends, we would have had that. I just feel like Chewie was a bit like, I mean, he was going to die at some point. All all my pets do. I guess kind of we'll
1: thing. we'll see in um, the Han Solo movie how they became yeah. best buds. Wasn't the rumor that Han was like a, a cadet or something? And he rescued appeared, like, him. rescued yeah. Chewie yeah. from a slave. From slave. Yeah, that, that's that's the, the story I always That's told like
2: us. life death. The walking yeah, die yeah, death yeah. thing. Yeah. One last thing with them before we stop, and thing. we really must because yeah. we're,
0: we're we're it's quarter to ten, and I told my wife we home at nine. Yeah, me too. And uh, and we've been going for two and a half hours.
2: Uh, I think it was uh, John Boyega recently was talking about um, episode eight, and he was talking about Carrie Fisher. Yes, and he he said that basically, um, you know, she she'll she'll live on in this in this franchise, and and it has been taken to mean that she's going to come back as a force ghost. No, I took it to mean.
1: this he, is it. All he, the, he... they're giving her an ending where she survives. It basically means she's not going to die in this series. She's
2: you know she's
0: gonna go the, off and live on a. Yeah, the character her... will, will live on in reti- quiet retirement yeah. somewhere. Yeah.
2: Uh, right. Okay. Uh, that's fair enough. That's a, di- a different take from me. I, what I, was I, your I, take. My take was that she will will be killed off in it, but that she will live on in the franchise because she's as a, as a she's our princess. She's yeah. she, you know she's carried. She'll, she, she'll, she'll, she'll always be royal. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see her being a, becoming a force ghost. Um,
0: well they can't make her, I, I'd be if they make her a force ghost Because She's not
2: a Jedi no. she, she's, she's not a Jedi She's match, not a so. Jedi
0: And that will be CG'd And they've also promised They won't CG her um, And I don't think It's necessary to do
2: that No so, but, but a lot of the, the sort of Geek fan sites Have, have jumped on that thing, You know Saying that She dies And she becomes a force ghost and I, just think I, that's, that's
0: I wouldn't own. mind if, if they use Existing footage of her to have her occasionally appear on com screens or something. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's, um, that's fine. Yeah. But I,
2: I don't, I don't I just don't want to be a force ghost. Yeah, you? no,
0: I, I think a force ghost would be a terrible idea. Which, you know, in the history of Star Wars means that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah, more than likely. Um, you know, we could keep talking about Star Wars. And the thing is, we are going to keep talking about Star Wars. We, yeah, we're going to have to come back clearly, to it when yeah. episode 8 comes We clearly out. haven't finished talking about Star Wars. Um, so we are going to come back and talk about Star Wars at some point. But I think, given the advanced hour, maybe time to wrap it up yeah. a little bit. Uh, So uh, thank you guys uh, for coming. Uh, I don't think we've mentioned this on podcast. Uh, This is the first time since the first time that all four of the original Geeks at the Gates have been together. I was going to say around this table, but that's just a new table. So, you know. So nice to have you all back. Um, back. Also, um, I meant to do this at the beginning, Jack, and uh, the links will be in the show notes. Uh, But you're also podcasting. You're moonlighting on us.
3: Yeah, I've got my own podcast
0: because I enjoyed this so
3: much. I wanted to keep doing it and not stop.
0: And that's the Knights of Infinite Resignation.
3: Yes, a not so serious podcast where we try and predict what the
2: future is going to be like. They've also got a really nice logo. Yeah, they've got a fantastic <laughs>
0: the logo, logo. is fantastic. Produced by a talented artist who has the names and addresses of some Star Wars yeah, actors. I yeah. don't know who that could be. Um, anyway, and you also have a lot more gender diversity than this show does. Hey, we've got women. Yeah. They just never turn up. <laughs> I, I, I think our, our dynamic of four middle-aged white guys sitting around the table is, uh, you know, I, I think we need that kind of diversity in the world. Mm, mm. Definitely. Uh,
3: Thank you for that, yes.
0: No, so, yeah. Uh, but So, uh, for now, I guess, um, it's uh, goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Ian. Goodbye. It's a little bit more cheerful. <laughs> goodbye! He doesn't want the conversation to end. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a goodbye from Steve. Uh, the Force will be with you always. And it's goodbye from Jack.
3: Uh, bye bye.
0: And um, I guess until the next time, we'll see you at the gates.
3: Uh, but yeah, um, you can call me like a fellow podcaster because I do want to shamelessly plug my podcast if that's all right.
2: Oh, God, no, I meant to do that at the beginning. Can yes, I, Can I just apologise to both of you for not listening to either of the podcasts for ages? Because I listen! I'm <laughs> listening, I'm
1: subscribing, the, I'm doing it the, all. The,
0: Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gates. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media featuring music by Stephen G. Saunders and is proudly made in Yorkshire.